Welcome to our 34th Amuna class. Thank God we are here and we have the opportunities together to join after a bit of technical difficulties with a famous special guest, Rev Shalom Because <laughs> we're talking about humility today and we didn't want to embarrass our guest, our special guest, uh, Moshe Pelstein. Thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. And we are dedicating our Muna class to the success of Rav Moshe Perlstein, Rav of Heiko Bashem, with students of Heiko Beshet, which is the Roshi Tevis Bashem Tov, yeah, with students, friends, family, and everything that the special guests need. You should be blessed. And that's our dedication today. Also to the full healing of Tovalea Bas Rivka and Gedalia's son Yerachmel Daniel Ben Tova Basha to be rid of Corona and all have a Rafua Shlema. We really do appreciate your dedications to our Muna classes and to the Rav's teachings. And we apologize again for the delay that we had to switch the, the uh, links, but thank God you should be all joining us now. And like every single difficulty means that this is going to be obviously a very important class. So we wish you all a good week. And remember everyone, share Amona, Amuna, share Amuna Global, everyone, please. It's amunalive.com. That is the link to go to. So first, we're going to say thank you again for your appreciated feedback. And to mind everyone, we have also Amuna coachings from the Rav and workshops, and we, we have them on our website, which is linked below. You can just go down to the bottom of the video and you see all the links. Everything's in description there, and you can join us there. We also want to say now, from what our wonderful followers give us weekly feedback during the videos and during our different classes throughout the week, and please God, we're going to go through them now. First, it's to say thank you to Rav Orish and everyone. I would like to find the Rav's books in Spanish or English here in Brazil, or the ebook editions in Amazon. That's what Stephanie wrote. Here in Colombia, you can find the books of Rav Orish in Spanish. That's what someone else wrote to that person. And obviously, the classes are inspiring. Even though they are Spanish-speaking people, they're enjoying the language also of English. And that's what we're doing here, Breast of English. Do have a sweet day, rabbis. Baruch Hashem. Thank you. You're amazing. The classes are going up on the Breslov website. That's what someone else wrote. Thank you for all your direct service till now. Happy to partner with Munator, and that person did actually kindly partner once they saw everything back on the uh, website. This is an amazing book. I highly recommend it to all through Fire and Water. That's from our Breslov.com store. And I, I believe that book is from a, from a different group, but it's we, thank God, sell all the different Svarim in our store. I understand now in reference to the DHC. Thank you. I like Rebenu, his enthusiasm, his learning. Thank you, Rav Dian Elgot. Shalom, Rav Yonatan Galed. Thank you, Rav Yonatan Galed. No matter in Spanish or English, you are the best rabbi teaching the truth of Hashem. Thank you and greetings to Taiwan. Taiwan, now we all hope that people over there are doing okay. In the news, it doesn't sound so great, but in the news always makes it worse than it is. So we pray that it should be good Amen. in Taiwan and to our followers there especially. Thanks, Gedalia, on the Mastering Anger class and Bresa for sharing great lessons. Let it go. Be aware and be besimcha. That's what they wrote. Very nice. And the last few feedbacks is, it's all MS in my lifetime experience. Tada so much for the teachings. Rafi Cutler commented last, uh, last week's class underneath. Great class. 
with uh, Jodeci, jo Joseph. Well done to all involved. Love hearing Jodeci's story. We love you, Jodeci, special soul. And thank you, Rabbi Ali. Very nice. Okay, and then we got one more feedback. Shalom from Belgium. Thanks for translating so well. That would be to the Rabbi Elgod. He translated excellently. Anyway, what we want to do is just remind everyone that we have got new links. Please share those new links out and the new live feed. And we're going to go straight into our question and answer Q&A. I look forward to this every week. The 34th Amuna class. And the theme is to focus on humility in the sphere and also our wonderful guest. Let's go. Shalom Aleichem. I'd like, first of all, just to say that I know Rabbi Pelstein Schlitter personally. Uh, we daven together. I know Hechla Baal Shem Tov, which is an incredible, amazing place that does unbelievable things with youth. And that is actually one of our questions, something that is very, very relevant for today. Corona virus pandemic has hurt and afflicted the youth all over the world. How does one cope with this situation? How does one bring them back? This is actually a question for both rabbis. Shalim Kvod Arav, Legabe Anwar. Corona, the virus of Corona, you reminded me, in my eyes, I see them, I've seen them, I see them currently. True, some of them have left yeshivas, etc., etc. Indeed, what do we do? We need to wake up and think of all the ways and all the methods to bring them closer. First of all, I'm delighted to read Rabbi Moshe. I heard that in his institutes, Hechla Baal Shem Tov, they merit to bring the youth closer. We also, in our institutes, Chuchul Chesed, we also bring the youths closer to Hashem. True, we try to do as much as we can, but this problem is something so vast. 
It expands so many souls. Every neshama, every single person is so important. I wish that the chief rabbis would realize the severity of the situation, that they would themselves make new frameworks, new places for these youths, realizing that this is one of the most critical problems that we're dealing with today. Certainly parents to such youths have the challenges of coping with their sons and with their daughters. But they don't have the tools. They literally do not have the tools to help their children. Because one needs frameworks. I pray and I ask you all to pray with me and say Amen that the creator of the world Creator of the world, do something about the situation. I myself travel from city to city, giving shiurim, meeting these youths. But we need Hashem here to do something, something incredible, something immense to help us cope with the situation. It's good because when one speaks about something, it makes an effect in the heavenly realm. And then afterwards, we have a lot of heavenly assistance trying to cope with the situation. Rabbi Moshe would like to tell us what to do about this situation. This is something that he deals with on a day-to-day basis. With the Rishus and permission of Rav Lita, we see Rav the pain when the question was asked, how shooken up, it's such a great question, it's the most important topic that has to be discussed. Because a whole year, if not more, of, like the Rav was calling it a masgeret, uh, being part of something was taken away from not only the youth, but from many people that were working, adults and their jobs, children, boys and girls that couldn't go to school and couldn't grow and couldn't learn. And uh, not that chas shalom. Heaven forbid that I've, you know, I have something more than the Rav, but just an idea practically as I was listening. And I thought this is something that everybody has thought about and that everybody needs an answer, emergency, something to do. So possibly something, the main thing for sure is the way Rav said is tefillah. We will have to daven Tashem and use the opportunity that it was awakened, this topic, by so many people to cry out to Hashem 
and ask him to take care of the problem, because that's the only way that we'll have a true Yeshua. But with that being said, practically we can't leave anybody hanging, and there has to be some kind of aid, some kind of advice. And what I, in my humble opinion, think is very important is like the way the Torah teaches us, in a place that there is no person taking the taking the um, leading, so then everybody has to take on his own initiative to try to figure out what to do in the meantime. Now, what I feel is very important is something that goes even before the corona epidemic, something that just busted out of proportion in such a crazy way is the fact that so many people today are, are burnt out. Their fire in their souls are, are, are completely extinguished due to the difficulties of the open internet and all of the tremendous temptations and where the world, sadly enough, fell to at this point, but at the same time in, in, in uh, in Sagrayim, in um, parentheses, we believe with Amun Shalema, like Heiliger uh, of Nachman told us that the world is really getting better and we're getting to a better place. But the way we see it in our eyes is we see that the world is coming to places that has never been before. And what Corona did was just open up that issue on such a level that heaven have mercy on us. It literally took over so many people with so much dead time, nothing to do and nowhere to be. So really, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great problem. But what I feel possibly is that in every situation, a person has to take the initiative and try to create his own misgeris, his own boundaries. And how do we do that? So the first thing we have to, especially we're talking about the youth, where you know everyone has everyone, parents uh, with their children, is that we have to give over to everybody how special and unique every soul is, every Jewish child, and every person and every child around the world, and every human being. If God has put you here, that means that you have a purpose and you could accomplish the greatest. If not, we wouldn't be here. If there's so much, no matter what the situation is, no matter what, if we're in schools, if we're out of schools, if we have work, if we don't have work, if we would start focusing a little bit on the belief that God had in us, that he put us in the world at this time, not 50 years ago, not 10 years ago, but at the time of this situation, then we have to believe that we have the power somehow to build ourselves off this issue and somehow come become closer to Hashem. And one of the ways practically is when a person starts believing that whatever was, however we fell over a whole year, however distant somebody might feel that they, that they became, whether it's in Torah, whether it's in life in general, the, the, uh, the will to live and the will to exist because of so much uh, you know, that, uh, that transpired in the past year, the first thing we have to believe what was, was. The way in Hebrew we say, what was, was. If right now a person decides and he realizes during this course of conversation, wow, you know, I never thought of it. True, we're in trouble. But you know what? Right now I'm going to take initiative on myself, on my children, 
and anybody that I possibly, and an educator to try to on the students, everyone's complaining in schools, they missed out so much, how could I, how could I fill up what I missed? You can't, but from right now, you could start from fresh, you could start from new, and believe with complete amuna. Hashem, who's the ultimate source of kindness, and Hashem who's the ultimate source of giving, put us through a situation. Fine, in my eyes, in our eyes, we might not be able to see what kind of tremendous accomplishments were done, but we have to believe that so is. And therefore, at the moment, we're going to start with our own capabilities to try to make it better. And if, if a person could be stronger and is Torah observant and is mitzvah observant. It's not, oi, till now I didn't do anything. From now I should start. Do you know what happened to me in the past year? We don't, we don't do that. We believe right now Hashem has put in my heart, has put in my soul an awakening. An awakening, like the Rav said, that's what we have to do. We have to daven for an awakening. And maybe that's why the, 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 uh, the, the hit was so hard in order to awaken us that from now, we're going to do everything that we could, as much as we could, and believe that whatever is done is amazing. Hashem is so proud of us. Hashem wants us. At one time, I spoke to a very, very special yid, a very, very great tzaddik. And he was talking about, in general, uh, today's situation, before Quran, this is a number of years ago. And there was a fellow that came to him, a young bocher, a young lad in yeshiva that felt a very extreme avarice. And he said, Rav, I'm over. My life is over. I can't believe where I came from. And the Rav told him, you know, all that Hashem did for you was one thing. He says, you're such a special soul. You're such a special yid. But you were slumbering. You were sleeping. You weren't accomplishing. So Hashem threw you a few steps down in order for you to realize, hey, what happened to me? Where did I, I come to? You know what? I don't want to be here. I want to be in a better place. And once you start working in that better place, Hashem says, nothing happened. What do you mean? I felt a place that wasn't so holy. That was an awake, that was a wake-up call. All that was was an awakening to bring up your spirit, to awaken your soul, to start working, to start doing something positive. And now, if it's possible to say such a thing, Hashem is leaning back and saying, that's all I was waiting for. I was waiting for this awakening. I was waiting for this moment where you're going to start and start thinking, what's my purpose here? How, what can I do to come closer? That's all I was doing with that. So therefore, to sum up what we were just discussing, if a person decides what was, was, and he comes to the realization from now, and you start focusing on the positive. When you start building, you can't bring a whole building. You have to start brick by brick. We're starting over. It's a new, it's a whole new life. Things, especially, thank Hashem, here in Israel, things are getting better. They're slowly opening up and getting back to a regular life. We, we're starting a world from new. This is like after the marble. This is like a new creation of the world. And we have to realize that with a positive eye, to start complimenting one another, complimenting the kids. You know, I know it's so hard, it's so difficult, especially it's so hard to be in school after so much vacation, after so much. But you did amazing. You're an amazing person. It, and hard for I the parents. That, and the parents have to compliment themselves as well. The parents, and I'm, I'm going to compliment you. They shame everybody. Because it's so important to realize, of course, we had struggles. And Hashem sees the whole picture. 
But the main thing is, let's start focusing on the positive from now. Every action that's done to realize what great and how happy Hashem is from you, and how happy and how important it is just to move forward from new, like a child that's starting from new. Rehabilitation, a guy that wasn't able to walk is starting to walk. Every step is a tremendous accomplishment. And with Hashem's help, slowly He'll bring us to where we have to get to. Amen, amen. Wow. Such chizuk from our special guest. Again, we apologize, but it seems like everyone's finding their way towards the link. And we've uploaded the new uh, YouTube video and Facebook link. Everything, thank God, is fixed with uh, your patience. And it seems like people are joining us and happy. We also want to remember that this year should be a Rafur Shlema and Nachman Ben Mittel should have a full Rafur Shlema. There's a young boy who, Hashem Shemreinu, who uh, fell. And Baruch Hashem, he's recovering. And Baruch Hashem, I have to say, I'm getting nachis from my own kinder. They're visiting him, do Bechacholim, and this is part of the chizuk, like you were saying, getting nachis from all the growth our children have made this year, and we should be blessed with that. I want to go ahead with more questions. Um, we'd like to know a little bit more about uh, Rav Moshe Pelstein just before we go ahead, just a little intro, and then maybe we can start having discussions with the Rav and get some general chizuk for Amisar together. So, where are you from? <laughs> Okay, yeah. so just a little background, uh, born and raised for a few years in Chicago, and then we moved to New York, and then I went back high school to Chicago, and then I was able to come afterwards to Yisrael, Yerushalayim, here in Israel, and I've been here ever since. And one of the things that I've always felt very important was that we had a Balshemtov. We had a Hashem sent to the world about Shemtov. And I, I come from a house that we spoke about Tzadikim when, uh, when I was raised. Uh, my grandparents were very connected to Tzadikim. We come from Munkach, Chesidim. And by uh, Munkach, Tzadikim was a very important topic. It, was no, it wasn't one of those places that we boxed out. Uh, any, any chizuk or any word of a tzaddik that could bring us close to Hashem that that was important. So uh, thank thanks I thank Hashem that I was uh, I, I a lot was macabre. I, I, I had a tremendous uh, uh, close relationship with today's Munkachi Rebbe. May he live long and be healthy. Amen. And uh, he guided me into a lot of swarm and a lot of uh, chesidus. And I gained a tremendous appreciation. Uh, we all have struggles. Everybody has their own struggles. And what I noticed was, as I was able to grow in Hasidus and come to Reb Nachman as well, added on to my derech and my way of getting close to Hashem, I realized that there's something that's, what I thought, and again, this is about being humble and I'm asking Hashem, I'm not making any, not meaning to sound great or anything, we're all here to grow and get better, but it's a discussion. What I felt was, especially those that learned the Swarm of Reb Nachman, and many people that read Rav Nachman, they know that it's about Amuna, about getting close to Hashem, about Simcha, but then in actuality, they're so broken. They could read it, <laughs> and they could experience it, but then you see the guy is, uh, which is also an important aspect spoken about, a broken-heartedness, but not, you know, they're more than, they're, they're so broken. And I realize that this is also spoken about in Chabad a lot, in Hasidus, that there are certain things that people, they keep in their head, but they don't bring into their heart. 
people enjoy the uh, the greatness of the Swarim, uh, the books and the teachings of the Holy Baal Shem Tev and the Holy Reb Nachman, and this goes for all across the board, all the truths that give us the Aetzes, the, the, the wisdom and the power to be able to fight the evil inclination and all the temptations up until Mashiach, a lot of people read it and uh, they just keep it as an idea, but they don't bring it into actuality. And that's, I think, the total opposite of what the Hasidus, what the Baal Shem Tov had brought, and especially uh, the Rebbe of Nachman brought, and across the board, all the tzaddikim, was it's not about Chochmah. It's about bringing it into your life and living with Hashem. It's not just via data. It's about Shavuot. Great. Amazing. It's about bringing it into your heart. And I'll share with you a short story that happened to me. And uh, if that person is listening, I'm asking him for forgiveness. It's just, uh, I'm an Aslumah. People should learn. I was talking to a great Rosh Hashiva one time, a lot older than me. I'm young, a lot older than me. And he had told me that he was giving a shir in Breslov, in the Kutim Haram. But then he heard people were saying that, oh, this Rosh Hashiva gives a shir in Breslov. So he's like, that's it. You affiliated me with Breslov. He said, I'm not giving the shir anymore. <laughs> I said, why? He said, because people don't know how to differentiate the wisdom and the movement. And I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I said, it was a very chashvayid. He's a chashvayid. I said, but we know from all the swarim, the Bnei Soschar, that the biggest klipper, the biggest uh, you know, outside force is this idea of learning just for wisdom, chachmas. The main idea is to, to bring it into to, to being. And if a person could get tremendous inspiration from such, such teachings, why would you stop it? And I learned from, from this a tremendous thing, that this is a problem across the board, that people enjoy, you know, they enjoy intellect. But when, if it's an Eitzah, we know that the Rebbe was about Eitzahs. Eitzahs, actuality, how to actually get close to Hashem. And it's not enough to leave it in your Chochmah, you have to bring it into being, you learn something. If the Rebbe says, Ain Yish Boilem Klau, there is no such thing as Yish. So don't be in Yish. Dance, be happy, focus on if it's a true the Rebbe taught us, and that's what we aminu Bashem, believe in God of Moshe Avle and Moshe Rabbeinu, believing in a in, in the Tamidim, the Tzadikim Amitim, because they know best. And actually, the, the Holy Piyasats and the Rebbe explains that that's the idea of Sphere. We're actually in Sphere Soimer right now. Yeah, we wanted to ask the Rebbe about the Sphere. Yeah, so this is a very connected to the idea of Sphere. We know that Moshe Rabbeinu himself added a day. Towards Kabbalah Satoya. Hashem, uh, Hashem said one day, and Moshe was Moisef Midaito. He added one day. How could it be that I added? So the Piyasetz Rebbe gives a long, long discussion, which is fascinating. And one of the ideas are that he discusses over there is the fact that we people, anybody in the universe, what, what builds us and what creates us is the surroundings. The surroundings. Technically, what's the difference between a baby born in the close-knit Meisha Arm community and, and, and another baby that's born in Alabama, you know, uh, or wherever <laughs> in the world? They both come into the world, the same innocent, the same great, technically. Fine, each one Hashem gave his own purpose and, and unique, uh, you know, um, a life ahead of them, and that's why they were born where they were born. But in the essence, what creates them? The Sviva. 
the surroundings. The one born brought up in Meisharim ends up being the zealot that he comes to be. The one born wherever else comes with that. If he's an American, he becomes an American. An Englishman becomes an Englishman. But in essence, if a person would think deeper, says the Piyasetzna, that's not who he is. That's what his surroundings are. If a person really would figure out what he is, you could be so much greater than just the surroundings. And with that, he, he translates what the Gemara says about Shavuos, that Rabbi Yosef said, if not for the day that we got the Torah, how many Yosefs would be out in the market? Says the piece, that's not because if not for this one day that Hashem gave us the Torah, that the Torah brings out in us the real us. It brings out the neshama of the person. It brings out the strength of the person. It brings out the person not just from his surroundings, but who he is in his, in his real, real being. And he says, if not to the Torah, I would have just been another Yosef from the Shuk. I would have just been from another person that was created from the surroundings. So therefore, but how do we know how to become the real us? So for that, we have to follow what the tzaddikim, the true righteous tzaddikim teach us. Because they worked on breaking the idea of just being somebody who you are from the surroundings. And they were able to tune in into the actuality of Hashem, of their true Amuna, and they became somebody so much greater. They became somebody so much more than just the world. They became somebody higher and more. He says, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu, by the day of the Kabbalah Satorah, of giving over the Torah, added a day to show us that the Torah makes us a greater person. You can, if you follow the ways of the tzaddikim, that's what Hashem really wants from us. We ourselves, we don't believe enough in ourselves. We don't believe enough in, uh, in our capabilities. Well, how do we see it? Because there's so many struggles that come our way every day. So many things that break us. So many things that we can't seem to go further. We want to have a chizuk. We want to strengthen ourselves. We're going to change. Today I'm going to change. All of a sudden comes our way some test and we gave up. But the tzaddikim, especially Rabbi Nachman said, every day he would have to start over and over and over. But why was he telling us that? Not just for him, for you and me. We have to learn, that's the etzes, we have to accept the etzes, the tzaddikim, they really, they work on themselves and they know what Hashem really wants from us. And when we start following what they say in a believing manner, with the munas tzaddikim, believe what the tzaddikim teach us, then we'll break out of our, of our, of our tzimtzumim, uh, of our limitations. Uh, limitations, and be able to get much greater. And therefore, uh, as we started saying before, that's what I felt. I need to open up a place where we're going to start teaching the teachings of the tzaddikim, not as an idea, not just somebody that wants to just gain another piece of information, but won't change, but create a community. If we learn something, we're going to practice it. Like the Ramban says, the Holy Ramban, that if a person learns something, and he finishes the whatever chapter in a book that he's reading, talking about a book that's bringing you close to Hashem, practice it. Don't just leave it as a wisdom. Practice it. And that's the, so then I opened up at first the yeshiva called Meshiva Snofesh, which anybody that's familiar with the books of Nachman, there's a sefer uh, called Meshiva Snofesh, which means rejuvenating the soul. Because so many of us have such high souls. And me included, we slumber, we just, we fall to our, to our surroundings. That's what it is. But if we would focus on the, what the words of the tzaddikim tell us, they boost us. If we learn it and we see it and we start practicing it, all of a sudden, slowly we realize, one second, something happened to me. I've changed. I'm not that same person that I was before I started learning this sefer or this book or hearing this year. I started, and then that's what we did with the yeshiva. We took many, many boys over to the yeshiva. 
uh, started from a smaller, uh, on a smaller uh, fashion than a groom. And the idea was everybody has their own unique way. Everybody has their own unique derech. If we would focus on that more than on a on a on a general uh, scale, people would be more successful. Most, uh, and I'm not talking negative about anybody. Having understand, forbid. understand. Yeah, but many, many schools and many well, the, bigger the, institutions. The main point of our classes here is to really help every everyone in the world to connect to Amuna, and that's something which the Rav, thank God, and we've now had 34 classes and all kinds of guests, and that's been one of the amazing parts of this journey of over here making Amuna practical. yeah making Amuna practical and the guests themselves have shared a lot a lot of wisdom and a lot of ideas and the the best part of all is we've had the Rav himself Rav Shalom Arush who's thank God one of the most you know important Hamashpirs of Amuna in the world in in probably ever like in terms of historically like Chabad have what they do but there's there's no one in terms of as, as far as I know, being able to reach and I've seen with my own eyes, I've been on these trips with the Rav to actually influence people to practically live a Munna and to have more Kesha with Hashem. And that's something which Bo Hashem, you know, like well, that's what we're doing here in this class. So we, we want to ask the Rav exactly what you were saying about Rashiva's Nofish and Amuna and finding a soul and getting that connection. We want to ask how the Rav can give us Chizuk as well uh, in terms of Sfirah Saoma. We do want to come back, but we just we have to hear from well, the Rav. Well, actually, this is the connection of yeah. the next question, because Rabbi Nachman says that the most important Torah is Kuf Kakimo, one, two, three. And that is being Mekusha and being Mevuta, annulling yourself completely to the Tzaddik and doing what the Tzaddik says. Many people are asking, but the many books of Hasidus, it says that the days of Sfira, the preparation for Shavuos, have got to do with humility. And the question is, how does one actually do it? How does one prepare? And I'm going to say that the ומשהרפלסטינשליטאמרשהרבנוכותבשיהתוראיסודיתביותריקופקפגימלקשרולבטלתנוצדצדיקשזניאנשלאנבהבסיפרחסידותכתובשיניאנספירהספירתאומרז
This is how we have to treat in the same manner, in the same way, the days of Sphira. On the days of Sphira, they're not just days that we count numbers. Every single day has its unique work, its unique light, its unique holiness. And every single day has got its own preparation in order for us to reach the day of receiving the Torah of Matan Torah. Thank Hashem, till today, 21 days of the Sphira already part of me, inside of me. And today we also counted 22. So we have now another whole day to receive the lights of the 22nd day. And that's why every single day we prepare ourselves with more vessels, with more light, with more holiness in order to receive the Holy Torah on Shavuos. Certainly the main thing that we need to receive from the days of the Sphira is the concept and the, and the matter of humility. Because the Torah is resembled to water and water always goes down to a person who's below, to a person who's humble. I'm asking pardon from the dignity and the holiness of Rabbi Akiva's holy students. But our sages tell us that they did not have this point and that's why and that's why Hashem killed them all in a very short period of time. This point that a person realizes that he is not worthy now of receiving the Torah. And every single day of the sphere, not only does he receive the special light and holiness of that day, but he also realizes and receives this knowledge and wisdom that he is not worthy of receiving the Torah. And that is the true knowledge and wisdom of the Torah, knowing that you are not worthy. Nothing 
עוד יום שקיבלתי את הקדושה של התפילין של אותו יום וכולי, קיצוץ, כל הקדושות וכל הלימודים וכל... כל יום אדם זוכה שהוא מקבל עוד ועוד, לכן זה, זה לא שאיך עברו החיים, לא. כל יום שעובר זה עוד יום שנהיה חלק מאיתנו. This is what I said. that this point is something that's relevant for the rest of our lives. It's not just like asking a person, how old are you? How many years have you already passed? No, every single mitzvah that you do, when you put on tzvillin, the holiness, the light of the tzvillin, it becomes part of you. Every single thing that you do, which has got to do with holiness, becomes part of you, changes you, modifies you. <laughs> Receiving the Torah has to be done through coming closer to the tzaddik. That is the only way to receive the Torah. Rabbi Nachman of Breslin writes in his 10th chapter that the only advice in order to come closer to Hashem is to receive the advice and the guidance of the tzaddikim of the righteous people. Today, we spoke about the fact that most people, their tzaddikim, their righteous people that guide them are people that have already passed away. Why? Because that's an excellent rabbi. A person whose rabbi is not alive, he doesn't have to be humble, he has no special work coming closer to the rabbi because the rabbi is not around. The main thing is to come closer to the righteous people that are living in your generation, in our generations, to be with them, to learn from them, to serve them, and to realize and have their knowledge. To receive from them their humility. And that is the same aspect of Sfirah Omer. And this, in fact, is what a person must work on for the rest of his life. That's why when a person does that, he's happy. Because he knows that it's nothing, and he only sees the mercy and grace of Hashem. Sadness comes from vanity and from being proud, because a person is not content. As if he deserves to receive something. As if certainly, I mean, what do you mean? Of course he's worthy of receiving the Torah. 
We can speak about this in length. I'm holding myself back because we're just starting. Moshe Rabbeinu, who was in heaven, he said about himself that he's not worthy of receiving the Torah. He searched in the heavenly realm for someone who is worthy of receiving the Torah and he found Rabbi Akiva. Indeed, I hope that people merit to know that their main work in this world is to realize that they are nothing that everything that they receive from Hashem is a gift out of His mercy and His grace. Smile. <laughs> wow, this has been an amazing class so far, and we're very excited to say, to have again our special guest, Ramosha Pelstein. We were getting to the point where he was explaining his next point of the Heikel Bashem Tov, the Heikel Beshest, is that right? Beshest. So we, we did have, I remember a few times, people have asked, like, what is the path of the Derech about Shem and how does it connect to Rabbi Nachman and Breslov? It is something which is, thank God, has been asked. But what we did have here, just as a question, how can we get the Svira? Because remember, the Baal Shem Tov's yacht site is, is on Shavuos and we're preparing and we have other yacht sites, Rebbeah Balanes, the Rav has already spoken about. David Amelech on Shavuos. And also Rabbi before Shimon that, Shemoy and Bayochai coming up soon, Lag Baomer. Can we get a little bit of chizuk and preparation and all for these special, positive, happy days to give us that boost that we need to receive the Torah the right way and to go ahead in the coming months? We do have some special guests to join us as well. We have in class 35, please go to Moshe Weinberger Schlitter, and after that 36, Charlie Harari, and please go, we're talking to other Baruch Hashem, very special people. But right now here, we're holding in the, before the middle stage of Sphere, we have a lot still to go. Please can you together, Rav Moshe Polstein and the Rav, give us that chizuk that we need to go ahead for this coming special few weeks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm short of words. I just heard the way the Rav gave over. It, 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 such a great light, such a great lesson. And uh, I just want to talk about it again because it made me so... It, it turned me on. It made me so excited. It's exactly like uh, Ravelli was saying that right in these great days and like Dain Elgad was saying the greatest tzaddikim we have shortly the yard side of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai and then Shavuos is going to be the yard side of the Holy Balshemtiv and Dover HaMelech and Rameri Balanes so we definitely see right there the connection of the Amunas tzaddikim and the Bittl and the, our um, being uh, 
uh, nullify to the tzaddikim, right? Nullify is the right word. Uh, yeah. Going under the wings of the tzaddikim in Svira, in Svira, right here. That's uh, to get to the highest point. And just a little chizuk. I uh, hopefully be mechazik myself as well. The idea is Pesach Sheni as well is going to be coming up soon, shortly, next week, which is uh, at the same time also tremendous. Uh, it's about renewal about those that were, uh, you know. Uh, that missed missed the boat the first time you get a you know a second chance a whole new being and that's exactly what Sfirah Soimer is all about you know comes Pesach night Hashem puts up puts us up onto level fifty level fifty is the highest kedusha in the world even the impurity levels don't reach fifty the max they max out at forty nine Pesach night Hashem takes everybody like the Rav was saying Pesach comes in us. We become Pesach. We become the level of fifty. That's the first day of Yom Tov, the first day of Pesach. The next day, Hashem puts us right back to the levels that we were before. So of course, <laughs> Pesach is within us, but Hashem says, "Now I'm giving you the opportunity to gain and to grow everybody from where they are to come to the level fifty. Now that you've tasted it on Pesach night." to work for it, to want to work it. And therefore, it's a tremendous opportunity. It's very interesting. In many of the uh, Swarim, uh, we know that there's a, a direct link between Purim and Svira Soimer. And that's a mind-boggling uh, idea. Svira Soimer, we know we don't listen to music, and you can't make weddings, and like wherever you could, but it seems like a very dull time. And then if you look in, uh, if you look at many of the words of the great teachers, our masters, they connected to Purim. How could that be? What's the connection? How did we come from such dull moments to such amazing simcha? So the idea is just one idea. We know that uh, Haman, evil Haman, built a uh, a tree, built a, a large hanging facility to hang up Mordechai that was 50 amos. And at the end, Mordechai didn't end up there. Haman ended up there. And what's the idea? The idea was he was trying Haman, which is Amalek. Amalek is all about being haughty. Amalek is gaiva. Amalek is the opposite of what we're talking about, humility. Amalek needs to be what's called a yesh. He needs to be... Uh, Amalek is about feeling how powerful and great he is, stronger than everybody. Hashem takes you out of Mitzrayim, makes you big miracles. I'll show you that I'm not afraid. His whole idea is he's a tremendous... Uh, the total opposite of humility. He has to show everybody how great and strong he is. So he tried Haman, who was a descendant of Amalek, tried bringing the levels of Tumah into the 50. Into the 50, by making a tree 50, 50 Amas, and bringing Mordechai into his level of Tumah. But what happened? Mordechai at Tzadik, which again, Mordechai, who didn't give up on anybody in Kalal Yisrael. He should have given up. There was no other person, no other Jew at his time that was willing to, you know, to get close to Hashem. He should have just said, I give up. Nobody's home. But the tzaddikim see deeper, the tzaddikim see greater. He's like, there's no such thing as a person that really gave up. Maybe now he was taken over by, uh, you know, uh, the other side, evil forces, his, his, his uh, you know, his um, shortcomings. But really every person within them has the power of overcoming and growing to the greatest. 
And I think that's what, so therefore, Svira is doing just that. Hashem puts us on the greatest, gives us the taste of the highest level, Pesach night, and He says, now that you saw how awesome and great I am, work every day and changing another midah, work every day and acquiring a light of Hashem that enters your neshama, that's self-earned, that's self-accomplished. And that's what the idea of Purim is as well. Purim is that idea that sometimes you, you, everyone thinks everything has to make sense. It has to make sense to me. Purim is about nothing has to make sense. You drink, you're merry, you're happy. You can be the most broken person all year round. Comes Purim, you're dancing in the street, hugging and kissing everybody. Svir Soimer used that as well. Person who's going to say, I have to work on myself. I have nothing to work on. I'm so smashed. I'm so deep down. Where do you want me to start from? Remember Purim, these, 40, these 49 days of the Yomer, count every single day, and on the 50th day we reach, it's as if we're building that tree, but we're not building Haman's tree, we're building Mordechai's tree, we're building that Tzaddik's tree, that today I'm going to be happy. Why? I don't have the capabilities, I'm not deserving of it, you're right, but I'm going to go I'm going to use the Amunah that Hashem loves me and appreciates me where I am to change my Midah, to get closer, and I'm going to use that Midah of Purim, and that's why we have Rameri Balanes, and that's why we have Lagboimer of Shimon, and that's why we come to the Baal Shem Tov, which is all these ideas of infusing us with that Amunah of never giving up, realizing our Amen. potential. That's the idea. Amen. So we really, really thank Moshe Posey joining us. We wish his shul and everything he's doing with tremendous aslacha. We'd like to end off with the Rav with special words about what we spoke. Just a summary. Special guests, <laughs> הבן הקדוש, הבן הרבה, ממש, ממש הסביר, כתב לנו בצורה פשוטה, מה זה נקרא הנבא? ההולי רבי, רבי נחמן, בסנה, רבי נחמן, he wrote in such simple words, what does humility mean? And what does it mean to nullify yourself to the tzaddik, to the righteous person? Rabbi Nachman writes simply, take your seichel, take your knowledge, take your wisdom and nullify it, make it non-existent in reference to the tzaddik's wisdom. A person needs to realize this, to, to reach this point of truth, that whatever the tzaddik says, that he follows. He has no opinion, no seichel, no wisdom whatsoever in relevant to what the tzaddik says. Whatever the tzaddik says, he does. Rabbi Natan of Breslov said, that when he came close to Rabbeinu, and he saw that there's such an immense light here, he said he threw his wisdom and knowledge completely away. And 
And from that moment, what the Rebbe, Rabbi Nachman, said, that is what he did, that is what he thought, that is what he said. But there's a small difference between Rabbi Nathan and the rest of the people. Because <laughs> Rabbi Nathan had the wisdom and the logic that he could cast away in reference to the Rebbe's knowledge because he was a genius. He knew the whole Shas Bavli, he knew the whole Torah. He had a Seichel that he could throw away. <laughs> The rest of the people, they need to cast away their own personal wisdom and knowledge. I wish. Heaven in this world. Amen. Wow, well, we're at the end of this class. 34, it's Gamacha Dao. We seem poor, but really we're rich with uh, with uh, that's truth. Do with humility, with humility, Dalim. exactly, <laughs> and that's the kind of humility that we're working on here with the Rav and Rav Moshe Feldstein. Please God, Bo Hashem, and we're coming together to beautiful days ahead. And we we have beautiful videos from the Rav about Rabbi Meir Balanes and all the different opportunities to join and partner. We see the links below. You can join amunalive.com and breastlove.com. You have the opportunity to join. Please go ahead and check out of uh, Moshe Pelstein's Shirim on, on his site, Baruch Hashem. And we could keep sharing Amuna to the world together to make it global. And thank God we fixed the whatever went wrong and we went ahead with joy. And we'll be joining you again another week. Thank you and good Shabbos. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rav. Any last song or anything? Anything? The covered sphere? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no <laughs> translation needed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Amazing. That's it. They're ending it in our studio. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. <laughs>